Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by my bookie. Football is back. I saw the Chiefs played last night. They actually had 25% uh, people in the stands, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, NBA's cooking. Hockey's cooking. It's all back there, folks. Well, winning season is back at my bookie. I'll tell you that. That means doubling your first deposit. Wow, that's good. At my bookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up. Watching your team trounce the rivals while you cash in, baby. Plus, they have Survivor Contest, Super Contest, and Squares. Use promo code TUESDAYS and double your first deposit. New players get up to 1000 in free play. That's a cool grand. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, and collect your cash. What do you think about these sports there, Sloppy Jalopy? It's insane. It's the most exciting time of my life. I mean, they got NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, U.S. Open. I'm, I'm changing between four sports at once. It's insane. Four sports wow. and seven years ago. Visit <laughs> mybookie.ag and use promo code TUESDAYS to double your first deposit. That's promo code TUESDAYS at mybookie. Your winning season starts today only at my bookie. Here Woo. comes an episode. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Liss. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hi, everybody. Welcome. It's Tuesday. If it's Tuesday, it's Meet the Press. Um, oh, you got a little pit stain. What are you doing? Uh, you, you working out, or is that just natural? I ran back to the hotel. I was hanging out with a bunch of, you know, choochy, douchey comics, some local queefs, and I ran back and just made it in time. I always feel like the uh, pits. I, I worked out. I'm going to the gym. I feel like a million bucks. Yeah. I've been, uh, you know, I've been running throughout quarantine, and now I'm, I run, and the gym is open. I run, I go to the gym, knock out a couple, you know, sets of uh, whatever, and... Um, Eagles. It's, and it's quiet there right now. Yeah, so what's it like? You wear, you wear the mask or you go gay? What, what do you do at the gym? You go in there, you wear the mask. It's a little annoying. They take your temperature, that, which is very, uh, it feels weird because they just put a gun to your head. Yes, it's a little yes. strange. It's very violent. I, I don't like it. I lean in and like lift the bill of my hat and then they, <laughs> they put it on there. And, uh, you know, and they're wearing a mask, so it feels like they're sticking me up a little bit. Right. Oh, yeah, that's um, a bit. Ah, come on. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But I mean, it's, um, date, it's got a date on it, but it's funny. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of like I feel like I'm robbing the place. Right, right. But anyway, so they, they take your temp and then you you scan your little boop, you do the boop. And the annoying part is they make me fill out I had a cunty guy too. They make you fill mm. out the whole thing. Address, phone number, boobly boop, bippity bing. Which is a little annoying. So I walked up to the guy. And I was like, I feel like, I, you know, when you're asking, like, I think normal questions. And I guess in his defense, 75 people have asked him. But this is my, my first time asking. Right, him. right. 
So I go, hey, I just want to check my status with, with my gym membership. And he's like, you, what, what do you want to do? That's what he said. It. What do you want to do? And I was like, is that not the status yeah. of my gym membership? Yes, that's pretty normal. Okay, thank you. I, I need your help sometimes because I'm like, maybe I'm a fucking idiot. But I'm like, you would if you worked in a gym and I was like, hey, can I check? And I held up the boopy thing and said, can I check my status of my gym membership? You'd get it, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll check the status. Let's see where you're at. Right. So he goes, you're what? What do you want to do? And I was like, my status. And he's like, oh. So then I scan and I was like, is my membership still good? And he's like, He's like, yeah, you're good till November. And I'm like, all right, so you know what I fucking meant, you yes. fucking asshole. You know what it is? If you really want me to break this cum guzzler down, here's what it is. He's got a shit gig. He hates himself. He's got a small clit. And he is looking for any inkling of you to fuck up so he can have the power. And so if your sentence is slightly off, he's going, aha, I got him now. Oh. A what? What is that? Oh, oh, oh. And now you got it. Now you're on your heels, going, "Oh, you know, I just want to know. I'm sorry." Bup, 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 bup. He's got something you need, and he knows it, and he's gonna use it on you. I I don't like it, and it's very frustrating. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit! My fucking internet's unstable. It says. Oh, did I freeze? You froze like crazy. Damn! I was on a roll there. I felt like. I know it felt good too. I could feel it getting good i thought it was your internet but then mine said unstable Aha! Uh-huh. well you you look fine aside from the right. face Thank you. oh jeez. Uh, um i had to, but I had to throw it in so then i said to the i, I says to the guy uh yep. so he goes you're, you're good to november and i was like all right so just i i assume i get the months back that it was closed he's like yes you get your months back and i was like jesus all right and, but to me i'm like well then so then it's good past november then yeah it can't be good in November if I'm getting the months back. So what's, let's do that math. But anyways, yes. it was a little douchey. And then this one, maybe this one was on me. He gives me the sheet and it says signature, address, phone number, date. I sign and date it. And I was like, do I got to fill out all the information? He's like, yeah, you have to fill out all the information, which was a little cunty about that too. But in my defense, how many times have you filled out a thing and they go, just sign it. That's fine. That's enough. Yes, of course. Especially when you've been a member there for eight weeks. Yeah, I'm like we just booped a thing, a booper that I can see has my face and address and all this. I'm like, you have all this information, so the signature yeah. should be fine. But the guy was a cunt. But anyways, uh, I just go up there and it's you wear the mask and you spray down the machine or whatever. There's a few meatballs up there, and all the locker room shit is closed, but everything else is is good to go. All right, all right. Well, it's weird because they open what Monday? I think so. Maybe last week. I'm not sure where. Yeah. So they've been open for a hot minute, and I went to my rec center on Tuesday, and that that door was locked like a like a chick's diary, and I couldn't get in. And I was like, "What the hell? Where's Cuomo on this one?" But uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll they'll be open now. But I went, and it was I had the towel over my shoulder, I had a headband on, and some some ankle weights, and that thing was was locked up. Oh, jeez. Jojo oh, Rabbit geez. is frozen. Oh, you're back. I'm frozen. Hello? You're freezing. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, now it said my connection is unstable. So maybe we Ye- both got an unstable wife. I guess so. It feels like, no offense, it feels like it's got to be more yours because you're in a hotel. I'm, this is my true. Wi-Fi I use every day, all day. So, uh, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know what the fuck. It's probably me. Damn it. Oh. 
Oh, here's Shelby texting me. Uh-oh. Just keep going. All right. Well, we're trying, but it's hard when you can't hear the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll try to make the most of it, but uh, it comes and goes, so I feel like we just ride the wave. Yeah, it's like herpes. Yes, outbreak. In outbreak and out. Movie. Up and also down. No. I'm, I'm rewatching 12 Monkeys, and that's when I was like, ah, oh, it's a classic. I love it, and uh, I do enjoy it, but there's, some, there's a little bit of cheese on my asshole after I'm done with it. <laughs> A little overrated. I mean, everybody's like, Brad Pitt, he plays a crazy guy. I was like, eh, I could have done that. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. He's pretty good. He's pretty good, but it's a little over the top and, and goofball-y. I, I don't know. It's slightly over the top. I will agree. Upon rewatching it 20 years later, it's a little much. But uh, by the way, and this might break up the party here, and you're frozen. Hopefully you can hear me. I'm here. Bruce, Bruce Willis, is he good? What's going on with Willis? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a leading man. I don't know if he's good, but he's he's got chops. He's got a good face. He's got that smirk on the smile. He's bald. He's every man. He's not fat. He's not skinny. He's not tall. He's not short. He's just he's just an action guy. Yes, he feels like an action guy. It's all very similar performances. The squinting. It's very it's very squinty and like breathing. Yes. And in an action movie, it works, but I mean, that movie's kind of action-y, but I'm just not sure he's real good. Well, if you watch him in Death Becomes Her, he's playing a comedic role, and he's good. So you're like, all right, this guy can hang. But I wouldn't put him up, I wouldn't say he's a Daniel Day or a Gay Lewis or anything. <laughs> uh, he's certainly no Daniel Day. They're playing different sports, uh, but... In this movie, 12 Monkeys, he's a little over the top, and I did some research, and, and Terry Gilliam wanted uh, Jeff Bridges, which I feel like would have been better. I love Bridges. Yeah, Bridges is good. He can do it all. I mean, Lebowski to, uh, uh, what's that, uh, No no Country? Not No Country, uh, Hell or oh, High Water. Hell or High Water. Then there was the, the booze one, the country music one, that he won the Oscar oh, for. Oh, Charlie Horse. <laughs> Something like that. Dark, dark, Sec dark horse. Seabiscuit, which he was also in. <laughs> oh, wow. He's in everything. Um, what no, what that? was that called? Dark. No, it was Horse. Crazy Horse. Crazy Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart. There it is. Man, we might have touched on this before, but there's one huge flaw in that movie. Have we talked about it? No, I don't believe we have. I think we might have, but whatever. There's a scene in that movie. It's a great movie, great performance. The chick I find horrifically unattractive, but mm. that's neither here nor there. Who's it, Maria um, Bello? I think it's Gyllenhaal. Oh, she's gross. <laughs> oh, man, I hate when anybody says her brother's hotter than her. Give me Jake. I'd rather blow Jake. Yes, I would genuinely rather have sex with Jake than Maggie. Yes. She's, she looks like she's 21 or 88 at the same time. She looks like an old lady somehow. She should be living on Maggie's farm. She stinks. <laughs> I hate her. But yeah. um, in that movie, great film. Duvall's great. But the scene, the final, the big scene where he loses the kid, and it's his bottom. He goes to AA afterwards. He doesn't even drink. He goes and has like a sip of whiskey. He's hanging out all day with the kid. He goes and orders a whiskey. He takes like two sips of it and he's drunk. And they're like, have you been drinking, sir? And then he goes to an AA meeting. He's like, I was drunk when I lost the kid. And it's so crazy because you're like, he wasn't drinking though. He had a drink, like a, like a sip of a drink. They should have yeah. put some real drinking in there. 
Ah, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that, but uh, you caught it. Well, you watch watch it again. It's just like this weird flaw where you're like, they could have showed him with a uh, or shown him with a, a flask or something. Yeah, and I'm like, he wasn't even drinking. Yeah, well, if we're going down the movie train, I just rewatched Idiocracy. Have you seen that one? Oh, fantastic! And it it came to fruish. Yes, I mean, I was watching on the plane on the way here, and I was like, this is that adds up, that checks out. You nailed that. You you predicted this. It's killer, and no one really talks about it, do they? No, I don't think so. It's very underrated, and one of the, the first time I saw it, one of the best nights of my life, uh, me and Dan Bulger in the old house in Astoria, that fucking penthouse, oh, yeah. uh, or pig pen is what I meant. There's ah. penthouse and pig pen. I did penthouse. Yeah. Definitely pig pen more. Yeah, it was a pig pen. And were you ever at that house? I think so. Was that the one with the Samoan? No, no, the other house, the old pink house that was like way over on 20th Avenue. I don't think I knew you then. No, I don't think I saw that hellhole. No, I didn't know you then. It's so weird. It was horrendous. We couldn't we didn't even we couldn't even physically go into the kitchen after a while. It was so nasty. <laughs> um wow. And then we had all these muscle magazines, like Ira collected uh, muscle magazines with like these beefcakes on them, and we would just hang them all over the wall. And then one time, I was watching JFK, and there's the scene where they all dress up and do coke and fuck each other in the ass. Yeah. And I just happened to be on that scene, and my landlord came over, and he was like this big Queens ex-cop, and our, our, our house was covered in beefcakes, and I was watching gay porn. I swear to God. True story. Ah, that's great. It was insane, and he was just looking around, being like, "Oh boy, we got a little." So I think he just thought we were gay beefcakes, which is fun. Yeah, it is Gwen in Queens. But, um, anyways, we one night Bulger and I rented Idiocracy. We were like, "This looks stupid. Let's watch it." We got high, and we fucking howled, howled, howled. laughing. So so good. funny. And so funny and smart. And he built that whole world. I mean, he had to come up with a world. In this movie, I mean, the guy, Mike Judge is on another level. He's so imaginative. And uh, just the little jokes are so good. I can't say one of them because, the, by the way, they say fag and retard like 800 times. And there's one scene where the colonel or the, the general is hanging out with a pimp. And he's like getting to know the pimp really well. And he walks in and he goes, hey, what's up, my N-words to the, to the hospital staff? I mean, it's so good. You got to watch it, folks. Fantastic, and it's crazy how dead on it is. Like it's yeah. like we, we're in it. We're in that thing. Yeah. And um, what's the movie? They got like the big number one movie is just fart. It's called <laughs> or ass. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. And then it, the TV show is Ow My Balls. <laughs> right, right. Genius. No, it's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. And um, man, I, I I posted about it, but I just watched that movie, The Social Dilemma, on Netflix. I don't know oh. if you've watched that thing. People are people are clamoring. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, it is horrifying. We're all gonna be dead. It's ins- it's insane. You got to watch it. It's mind bending. It, it makes you want just. It's a documentary with some horrible reenactments that are really cheesy. But you just want to smash your phone into pieces. It's really horrible. We're we're like this horrible, you know, whatever you call it, experiment. Yada yada. All the bullshit. Yeah. Oh boy. Do I? Okay, I'll watch it. I'm nervous now. Check it out. I mean, it's all the stuff we basically know already. Like, all the stuff we've talked about, the phone, we're addicted, you know, we shove it up our dad's ass and he doesn't even come. It's that kind of stuff. 
All right, well, I'm too busy over here watching Cuties for the seventh time. So uh, when I can get when I can squeeze that into Cuties time, I'll do it. What the hell's Cuties? <laughs> Cuties is this thing on Netflix. It's like eight-year-old girls twerking and shit, and it's causing a quite a shitstorm where everybody's like, cancel Netflix because it's a bunch of kids being sexualized. It's really horrific, but. I mean, I can't believe Netflix put it out. It's like Epstein porn or R. Kelly produced. I mean, it's crazy. People are up in arms. Bobby Kelly producing docs again. Yeah. Um, He's in trouble for this one. Wow. But hey, what? I, I, I don't want Shelby, I don't want you to kick me in the balls here, but what if Mark pulled up the thing on his phone? And talked from the phone, maybe, because I, this connection seems real goofballs. Would that work? Well, I don't know. Text us. Can you, Can we slide in the first 15 minutes and then go to phone? Well, you, we could keep rolling. You could just sign in on your phone and then clock out of your computer. We could just keep rolling the whole time, I think. I can do that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it might be worth a try. I'm not sure. Let's see Shelby if Shelby uh, pipes in. I'm sure he's typing. I hope. I'm confident he dislikes me terribly, but... Uh, <laughs> He's a what? tough nut to crack. <laughs> he certainly is. Maybe we'll start up an ad in the meantime while we wait for the text. Uh, oh, wait. Keep going for now. My connection is fine, so I wasn't seeing what you're seeing. Okay, all right. All right. Yeah, am I lumpy to you and, and sticky and weird? A little sticky, but not... Not so much. I've noticed I'll like go on a tear, and then there's like a two second pause, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Okay, like it's hard yeah. To get a flow. I keep getting all kinds of. You keep making frozen faces, like you're about to have a load shot in your mouth. Ah, all right, all right. We'll bring on the load. Well, in the meantime, we got a new sponsor, and I'm excited about this. Oh yeah. Tuesdays with stories is brought to you by Gabby Insurance. Now I. You, you tell them the first half because I'm going to bust in and talk about my experience here. Please. All right. Well, we're all looking for ways to save money, especially nowadays with the pandemic. When's the last time you looked at how much you're spending every month on car insurance, homeowners insurance? Now it's time to check out Gabby, G-A-B-I, and see about getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance account, and in about two minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. Tell them, Patty. Yeah, so I just bought a car, as you know, controversially, and uh, you got to get insurance. They they got you. You got to get it, so... It's a little difficult. It's tricky. I didn't know how to mine that whole thing. But luckily, I logged on and realized I could save a ton on car insurance with Gabby, G-A-B-I. It only took a minute, and I saved a ton. Gabby customers save $825 per year on average. That's wow. nice. I mean, that's a nice trip. If or a flight, anyways. If they can find you savings like they did for me, they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best rate out there and they'll never sell your info so no annoying spam or robocalls. It's totally free to check your rate and there's no obligation. Take two minutes right now to see how much you can save on your car and homeowner insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash Tuesdays 
That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Tuesdays. Gabby dot com slash Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. Sing it, sister. Also, Tuesdays is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Look, we all do stuff online you don't want other people to know about. I'm talking porn, dildos, uh, you know, incest, whatever it is. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? So why would you let people look in on when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door, folks. Nobody wants to hear your boom boom. Uh, Did you know the internet provider can still see every single website you've ever visited? Grinder, And... Then they sell that data to the target to target you with ads. Holy Moses, that's diabolical. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I love it. I use ExpressVPN on my phone, laptop, and even in my Wi-Fi. Everyone in my house is protected. I'm looking up some kooky stuff, and I want to keep that quiet. And the best part is ExpressVPN isn't easy as just closing the bathroom door. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected from spying eyes. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired Magazine. Visit expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Tuesdays. One more time, expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays to learn more and surf safely out there, folks. Nice. All right, I got a, I got a couple things to to go over with you there, Fatty. Yeah, please. So uh, I know we keep blowing this guy up, but Soul Joel is on a roll. Roll. I mean, this guy is cleaning up with his Royersford outdoor gig, and uh, I had a free Sunday. Ari said, "Hey, you want to uh, go make some money and open for me?" And I said, "Hell yeah!" Did I talk about this already? No, I think we mentioned it in the in the queef, but oh. no, I, I want to hear the whole story. So Ari is leasing a car. You know him. He lives by the seat of his Jew fro. And uh, I was like, yeah, let's go. He picks me up in the West Village. I hop in his uh, whatever the hell, Mazda, Nissan thingamajiggy, and we just shoot out to PA. We get a couple coffees on the way, hit the Wawa. Just a great old time chatting it up with a comedy fan or a comedy friend, I should say. We get there. He sells that motherfucker out. They add a show. Now, the Big J getting pulled off stage, that that boosted them into the next level. I mean, uh, Soul Joel's cleaning up after Big J's fat ass got ripped onto the sand. That's the best thing ever happened to this club. Wow. And just so fun to, like, as we talked about before, opening is just cake baby it's pieces of cake you go up you do your hot 20 you're zinging you're zanging and then ari's got to clean up the mess because uh he's all rusty he hasn't been on stage in five years he's uh he's he's unattractive he's off-putting and uh he kills he's got some new stuff i was blown away he's he's cooking thank christ (laughs) i know i know and then you know, you, you you talk to everybody after the the people handing him drugs after is is a sight in itself. What was now was James Madden there to MC? Yeah, yeah, we had James there. He's the the best hostess with the mostest, and he killed it. And just some weird things happened, like uh, the generator went out during Ma- uh, James's set, 
and oh, he like geez. rolled with it. He went Amish, Mark Twain style, just started yelling, killing, <laughs> and uh, you know, just he's such a pro. Then I got up there and it was fine. Mike Pond is out there. He runs to the fucking Wawa, got some uh, some gas, put it in the generator, and just the whole thing was killer. But ever since the Big J pull off a stage, Soul Joel's got his head on a swivel. He's keeping an eye out for everybody. He doesn't want. He hired a security guard. One guy. I don't want to get too into it because it got ugly. One guy is sitting on. He's watching the show on his knees. And Soul Joel's like, what's up with this guy? He's on his knees. I was like, I don't know. He's probably a homo. Who knows? And uh, <laughs> Soul Joel's like, I don't like it. He goes up to him and he goes, where's your chair? And the guy's like, oh, I left it in the car. And the guy's like, or Soul Joel's like, what are you, you left in your car? What, this is a show. You got to watch the show on a chair. And he's like, look, you want me to get the chair? I'll get the chair, but I'm watching the show. And he's like, all right. And he comes back. He's like, I don't like this guy. Something's up. He's shifty. He's weird. <laughs> and then Soul Joel looks over his shoulder. The guy's looking at Ari's uh, Instagram. He's like going through his feed. And Soul Joel's like, why the hell are you looking through Ari's social media? What are you doing? What is your deal? And the guy's like, ah, I'll get my chair right now. I'm so sorry. And he's like, why are you on there? What are you doing? Turns out he works for Live Nation. Something was up. So what What do you suspect was up? I don't I don't get it. I'm, I'm confused. I'm not putting it together. What's I'm not either, but Soul Even Joel, he, had, <laughs> he had it in his head that this guy was, was uh, ISIS or something. <laughs> And uh, he's a D1 wrestler from college. He he can throw down. Soul Joel's a, a he's a he's a stocky boy. He's a husky, but and he's like I, up in this guy's grill. His cheeks are red. And the other guy was trembling. And he went and got a chair, came back, and Soul Joel's just standing above the guy. It was insane. And did he uh, hit him with the chair? No. <laughs> Eventually, the guy had he had enough, and Soul Joel's like, "You got to go. That's it. You're out." I think he took a video or something. Soul Joel threw him out of there. Then they had a little little bit of words in the in the parking lot, and the guy left. This is fascinating because even if he's working for uh, you know VPN or whatever Live Nation, why why doesn't he have a chair? Doesn't he want a chair? No chair. Was, why no chair? It was cla- It was very unclear, and the whole thing was suspicious. He looked suspicious. He had, he's on his knees. He's not gay. He's looking at the social media. Then he's taking photos. It, it felt like he was trying to like catch Ari in something. Yeah, I don't trust this guy one bit. Well, Ari's got some enemies out there. I mean, he, oh yeah. Today's we're recording on nine eleven. He's got this, you know, crazy video that's just you're like, oh god, Ari, for God's sakes, can I get a can I get a breath being your friend? <laughs> I know, I know. It's funny when he's on stage. It's nothing but Kobe. You know, hey, hey, Kobe guy. Hey, amazing racist. Like every horrible thing is is coming at Ari, and he's just loving it. Oh jeez, well. He's crazy, but uh, we love him. We love the goddamn guy. Yeah. I mean, he's ugly as hell, but a, but a sweet gal. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great and, ride uh, back, just shitting it up. We hit Wawa. We got a bunch of cookies and, and bullshit and slushies, and we made out and just had a great ride. Just one of those talk shit the whole way down. Mask is down. Pants are off. Blow at him. Just great time. Yeah, he's fun and uh, just a great guy to talk to. I saw him the other day. It was I had a nice uh, moment. By the way, I'm there tomorrow night. Royersford ah. back tomorrow night. I think we got some good tickets sold too, and I'm bringing some special guests. And uh, he may even be one of them. You never Ooh. know. Uh, he is. Uh, he's, he's coming. <laughs> there you go. So if you missed that show, you can see him tomorrow night in Royersford. I'll be there, and and Sarah and a couple others, and uh, it should be a good time. But. Yeah, so I, I was talking, I, I mentioned it on the queef, and you should get on the Patreon, folks. We did a nice long queef, 
And the uh, Stranger by the Lake is up there. It's a hot one, folks. It it is it is spicy and fun, and nothing but positive reviews on that uh, on our thing. So we got to do some more, I guess. Let's do some more. One guy suggested comedian, but that's going to be a lot of inside baseball and a lot of just us really getting down to the nitty gritty of comedy. So maybe it's good. I don't know. Plus, we can't beat Colin and Jerry's commentary, which has some of the best stuff ever. That's true. That's true. My, you know, my favorite line from Colin. When Jerry says comedians shouldn't wear leather on stage, and he's like, I don't know, maybe you've heard of a little special, might have heard of, Chris Rock being the pain. <laughs> uh, it's pretty great. And then, of course, the ending with the, the black guys. and Yeah. It's beautiful. But any, any, any jizz. Um, so I, I went down and did this minor league baseball stadium, and, and forgive me, patrons, you might hear some repeats here. I did Bridgewater, New Jersey, TD Bank, stadium or ballpark whatever it was me and sam Marill, jared freed and sam and i drove down together fun fun ride masks yeah. on uh right. you know he's got an old booby or whatever so <laughs> you got to be careful i guess and um and he gets I, sick a lot he he's a he's a, a vector or whatever you call it sure yeah he's 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 cautious which yes. is good yeah, and, uh, you know, he was in L.A., maybe he's traumatized, whatever, but, boy, driving with that mask. I got my glasses steaming up, and uh, every time he'd, like, look at his notes, I'd just pull it down to get a good breath in, put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'd be like, look, kid's a deer, and then just rip it off and right. put my head out the window. But, yeah. um, but it, when but, you drive with a mask, it feels like you're in a heist. You got three guys in there with masks on. You're, you're, <laughs> you're hauling ass to a gig. It feels like you're, you're on a getaway. Well, I got to say, that steering wheel was awfully high. I had to make it read for the uh, people at home. See if it's down here, nobody sure. gets it. <laughs> I, I went to UCB for one semester. I got uh, I got a case of the giggles. I don't know what's going on. There's something in the air. It's the U.S. Open or uh, BLM. Corona. Something's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Go. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but oh, that was a muscle. Oh, I careful think I, there. I worked out. I, I did the ball. You know the big ball where you sit oh, yeah. on it and you do the thing? Yeah. I really, that thing really gets you going. Yeah, it's good. It hits the abs. You're, you're, you're stinging. Yeah, it's a fun. It, I had a ball. Ah. <laughs> um, good ball anyways, gag. Sorry. S- Sam and I drive down, and I talked about this on, on the Queef. I mean, this guy... He wants to bounce bits. He's got a million bits. He's got a, a new hour. He's got this joke and that joke. And he goes, "What?" he keeps saying, what do you got? And I'm like, I, I got nothing. And he's like, I know, but let's bounce some bits. I'm like, I literally have nothing. I told yeah. you everything I got. And he's just so good. And like, he's bouncing these jokes that you're like, Jesus, that's great. That's amazing. Right. Never heard that. That's amazing. One of the best. One of the best. So the whole ride, I'm like, you, you know, you do that thing where you're like, all right, I got to get back at it. I got to email some bookers. I got to do some shows, blah, blah, blah. And I've added a bunch of dates. I got to remember to plug my dates because we haven't done it in so long. But uh, we get down there. And so I, I texted the stand, the booker of the stand. I was like, you got to get me some shows. And uh, I went Wednesday night. I'll, I'll tell more about the ballpark in a minute, I guess. But Wednesday night this week, I did the stand, drove the car in. Went and bought a garage spot. I got a garage wow. spot taken care of. Wow. Nice and exciting, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. So I, I drive to the stand, and the stand, you know, you can just pull right up and park there. There's no, oh, yeah. there's no one there. It's all offices over there. 
So I did the stand and hot show. Great what? show. I mean, what? it was set up like a like a it's set up like a club. You know, I mean, you've done it a couple times. Yeah, I bomb every time. No, they, these were good. They were there to see comedy, and I had a sweet spot. I had a, a nice sweet spot. We could talk about that off mic or whatever. But they were they were pumped to see me, and uh-huh. um, they what were they were follow? good. They were, you followed a weak act. I'd rather not say, All but right. uh, it was a good good spot for me. And Ari was there. Went and saw Ari and uh did a bunch of new and it was the first time it, the new was hitting it was really popping and, and and hitting and so i was like all right i'm back here tomorrow night which is you know yesterday our time and of course it got rained out and i was all pumped to use the garage spot go to a spot and now tonight i have a spot on zoom and i had last night was a rain out sunday i got off and so now i'm back to just one spot a week and it, all my momentum's gone ah. but all that to say is I got to say, see Ari and the same thing. Even a half hour of Ari, you shoot the shit, you talk about this, you laugh about that. He, it's just a good guy to see. Yes, good guy. He keeps it real, Ari. That's what I like about Ari is he's, he's uh, and we don't have to do a whole ep on this uh, heeb, but he keeps it even keeled. Like He's like, yeah, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman died. What's the big deal? I'm like, I know everybody. Everybody's like blowing this guy all of a sudden. Like they they got a Bozeman picture on their wall. I'm like, I've never heard you mention Bozeman once, but he dies, and we all gotta <laughs> pretend to you know like we fucked him in '88. But I get it. You know, you gotta go with the flow now. If you if you if you don't step on the right cobblestones, you know, people come at you. Well, uh, I'll, I'll say this about Chadwick. Uh, 43. I mean, I was that was one of the most shocking celebrity deaths I've ever. I agree. It's horrible. Like, Look, I'm not saying it's ho- not horrible, and, and the fact that he held on to the cancer and didn't tell anybody, I think, is very noble. That's unheard of now. Now people get molested; they can't wait to write a one-man show. <laughs> well, it was shocking, but here's the thing with Chadwick: I did a little um, IMBD or IMDb. Um, I am douchebag. I <laughs> I am legend, and I don't think I've ever seen a film with this fella in it. Black Panther? Didn't see Black Panther. Not a comic book guy. I didn't see 42. That seemed over the top and goofballs. 21 Bridges was like 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. And um, I don't know what else there was, but I think I saw zero of his movies. Yeah, I mean, he's a good actor, and he seemed like a cool dude. But And I I think he was like big for the black community because he was the Black Panther, and that movie was huge. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Every... Tom, Dick, and Honky's like, ah, he was an inspiration. I'm like, you've never met him. Shut up. <laughs> that rem- uh, the way you said that reminded me of uh, one of the best early Seinfeld lines where they're getting the note from the doctor and they got uh, the doctor's, he goes, ah, Holyfield. He goes, yeah, he's a patient of mine. You like him? And George is homophobic and he goes, I, I don't like him. He goes, why don't you like him? Well, he's a nice guy and a good fighter, but I don't like him. He's <laughs> like one of the fucking best lines. One of the That's best great. lines ever. Wow, that uh, is a great line. He's a that good was, fighter and a nice guy, but I don't like him. That was, uh, I think it moved, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. And George is a great, or Jerry has a great line in the beginning of that one where he's getting a massage and he goes, what do you think the worst part about being blind is? And the lady's like, I don't know. And he goes, I think it's not knowing if I have bugs in my food. And I love like, that. Oh, that's such a great throwaway Seinfeldian just riff. So good. It's also because it, during that, George is getting the massage from the dude, and it's a whole. Right. I feel like you couldn't even do that anymore. 
No, no, no. That whole episode would be cut, but so, anywho. I've had two weird fan, inter- not fan, but like interactions with non-comics. In, in two days, I had these. Hmm. Let me let me throw these up your your pooper and see if it uh, gives you a colonoscopy. Okay. So, so one, I'm doing a show in Cooper Park. It's way out in Bushwick. You know, the, the stand-up New York guys, they're, they're doing shows on the moon. They're doing shows in, in, in uh, Bin Laden's cave. Like, they'll go anywhere with a show. They don't give a shit. So, and I'll go, too. So I take the hog out. I go to this Cooper Park, park in the middle of Bushwick. Kids are running around, families. There's like a, a quinceanera and a, and a barbecue. And there's three people in the audience. Pretty brutal. And I'm waiting to go on. I'm like sitting on the hog, looking at my notes. And this, I'm taught, when I say hipster, this gal has blue hair. She's got uh, thick glasses, tattoos on her neck, crazy, you know, bracelets, you know, weird Amish denim kind of dress, big boots. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. This is going to be ugly. And she goes, I saw your special. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, lay it on me, fatty. I can take it, whatever you got. <laughs> and she goes, uh, I got to say, I'm at an AA meeting right now in the park, and I saw you over there from afar, and I had to go talk to you, and I said, all right, this chick's going to really read me the riot act. And she goes, uh, I wanted to hate you, but I thought you made some good points, and I really liked it, and that was all. Now I'm going to go back to my AA meeting. And I was like, wow, all right, thanks. But, but what is the I wanted to hate you? What is that? That's what I was going to comment on because I I know it's a relief that she didn't, you know, take a shit on your face or whatever, but that would still bother me. You wanted to hate me. That's what kind yes. of life are you leading? Yeah, yes. I would say get back in that meeting too sweet because you need it, lady. If you're walking right. around wanting to hate people, who wants yes. to hate? That, I don't want to hate. We- it's a weird default and then get out of it. Like I had to get out of that hate hole that she had made for me. Just off some preconceived notion or profiling or whatever you want to call it, why do you want to hate? Is it my face? Is it my outfit? Is it my voice? Look, they're all bad. I get it. But the wanting to hate, it's a weird, maybe that could be a bit. I wanted to hate you. Why would you want to hate anybody? Yeah, that's very strange. Um, There's something, definitely something there. Could be a bit for sure. I don't know. But just reminded me of a premise. I, not, not, that, remind me of a premise that, I had a premise that has nothing to do with that, if that makes sense. <laughs> all right, all right. That but doesn't yeah, remind that... me of the premise. It reminds me that I had a thing earlier that I was like, I got to remember this. All right, well, yeah, that just struck me as very odd. Like, it's it, well, it was almost a little combative. Like, hey, I wanted to hate you, but you, you won me over and I let it slide. You know, it's like, all right, th- I'm glad I you don't hate me anymore for no reason. Very yeah. strange. You want to say, well, what... What's up with the first part, you fucking weirdo? I know, I know. Like, I'm the bad guy. Like, I wanted to hate you because you're such a piece of garbage, but you pulled it around. I'm like, all right, glad I pulled it around, but still, positive at the end, so I'll take it. Even if she said, I thought I was going to hate you. Yeah, because, all like, right. Like, I never watched the um, Hannah Gadsby, Woe Nelly, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Whoa, Nelly! What is uh, it called? It's called Nantucket. I can't. Uh, uh, Nanners. Nanette. 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 It was called Nanette. Nanette. Yeah, I never watched that. Sarah watched it. And she said it was actually pretty good. She's like, it's, yeah. it's, there's some jokes and it's funny, and then it becomes quite compelling. It's not really stand up, yada yada. But she's like, it is compelling and good. I haven't watched it. Maybe I will someday. 
But if I watched it and enjoyed it, I would be like, I thought I was going to hate this. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say I wanted to hate it. I don't yes. want to. I don't watch something to hate it. Yes. Everything maybe, I watch, I'm like, I want to like this. Maybe that's what she meant. Maybe because hmm. she's like, oh, this guy's some kind of douche. Look at him with his haircut and his face and his his voice. Fuck him. He's some like broy cum guzzler. I don't know, but she's like, yeah, I thought it was good. So I think that might be what she meant. Maybe that's what she meant. Okay. I'm hoping. By the way, the Hannah Gadsby thing, I never watched it either. Uh, Whoa, Nelly. But (laughs) all I heard was that she was like, I'm quitting stand-up. Stand-up is bad. It's evil. I'm out. Fuck this shit. And then she did another one, and it stunk. She did another special. So I'm like, I thought you were quitting. What are you? Does stand-up suck, or does it not suck? That was my whole beef with uh, Nelly. It's a little little confusing, I guess, but um, it was a little unusual. Another great... (laughs) The Costanza line. Um, I want to hear the second interaction, but let me just toss this out there. This Hit was the, the your premise reminded me that I had a premise earlier today that I have now twice seen two different kids, two separate individuals, teenagers, in my neighborhood. You're going to say, that must be the same kid. Different kid, I'm saying. Different two kid. Two teenagers. Two teenagers riding their bicycle with no helmet no hands looking at their phone. Wow. Just like 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 a unicycle looking at phone, just like boop, boop, boop. Now, the helmet thing, I've never worn a helmet in my life because I'm not a fucking douche, but, you know, a teen, maybe put a helmet on, you're riding in New York City, and this is New York, by the way. This isn't when I'm on the road up my father's ass in, in Whitman. I'm right. talking in Queens, New York, on the sidewalk, which is illegal to ride your bike on the sidewalk anyways, but he's riding, not using hands, helmet, or eyes. Wow. Two different individuals. Wow. I've seen... Ah, you froze. Oh, shit. I've, uh, that's crazy. I've seen the wheelie guy looking at his phone, but he's still got one hand on a bar. I've never seen no hands phone. That's crazy. That's asking for it. Yeah, and the, and the second kid, which was earlier today, he hit uh, a sidewalk bump, and the bike went like, Bloof. you know, when, like when, when Jim Carrey's on the motor scooter coming back, and it does that fucking, yeah. it happened, like that happened, and I, I saw the kid just go like, whoa, like cuckoo face, and I said, I was like, you gotta hold on, and, and Sarah and I got in a beef the other day, because I was yelling at people for crossing the street, and she's like, why do you have to try to control everybody, and she's probably riding them a piece of shit, but I was like, that one, I'm sorry, that's a child riding a bike with no hands and not looking. He could kill us. Right. Yeah. So. I'm with you. And and he, he could really also get off the sidewalk, get in the street, and get hit by a car, will you, you pipsqueak? I mean, the sidewalk <laughs> is just nothing but people. That's crazy talk. Ah, looks like I froze again. Right. I missed it, but I heard Pip squeak, and I haven't heard that in a long time, and it got a good chuckle out of me. Well, I'm just saying, get off the sidewalk is what I'm saying. Like, go do that shit in the street and get hit by a, a dump truck, but don't don't kill grandma while you're right. on your phone on a Huffy. And what a bummer, and it's hard when you're young, you don't know shit from shoe shine or whatever that thing is, but... <laughs> Shinola. Right. It's crazy to be like, you're like, you could die at 13 because you're like, ah, I didn't feel like holding on to the handles or looking. It's right. just like, what are you doing? Fuck it. Yeah. You're a nitwit. But any jizz, I want to get back to the second fan interaction. All right. Well, this one was all positive all day long. So I love an old Beamer. I love old cars. Like, I like an old BMW. And this kid 
cool-looking cat. He's uh, like a, you know, kind of a scruffy guy. Looks like a, maybe a, a drummer in a rock band. He's got longish hair and a flannel on, and he's he's really, you know, hot-riding this Beamer around town. Cool old Beamer. And I'm walking down the street with my headphones on, and I go, and he's got the window down, and he's got some other cat with him. And I go, hey, oh, man, that is a badass car. I love that car. What year is it? And he goes, what year? It's Tuesday. And I go, whoa. whoa. He goes, Mark Norman. I go, yeah, that car's lunch. He goes, thank you. I love the pod. I'm a big Tuesday. I love List, the whole thing. And so now I'm jizzing on the car. He's jizzing on the pod. Wow, that's a lot of jizz. Yeah, it was. I was covered. It was a bukkake of compliments. And uh, just a fun thing is in my head, I was like, I like the car. I'll keep moving. But I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to tell the guy. And uh, he turned out, he was like, what? What? Tuesday? Ah, it was great. It was a great moment. That's great. By the way, my Bukaki, that's uh, next week's sponsor. My Bukaki. Bukaki, reverse Bukaki, as, as everyone knows, my number one sex fantasy. I really want some lady jism right in my fucking eye. Yeah, that's pretty hot. My gal really likes jizz. Like you shoot, and she's like, ah, it's it's like a she won an award. It's like confetti <laughs> to her. Yeah, that's how I feel like I would be. I mean, I I'd, I'd be all in that. Yeah, any so, kind of like business, I really like. You know, the wet pussy asshole stink. You know, just give it to me. Squeeze yeah, it right yeah, in my no, mouth. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. I love that whole region. I want to lick all up and down the taint to the badge to the butthole, back and up, and I want to paint that fence. Yeah, give me some fluid. I like fluids just all over the place. Fluid is good. Yes, the bed should be ruined. <laughs> ruined how fluid. About, uh, how about this one? So I had a couple, uh, the wife or the lady, she had a few friends over. We were entertaining, which is a lot of work for the uh, the BF. But whatever. Yeah. So she had some friends over, and of course, much like every sitcom cliche, she was like, oh, we need tinfoil. And I said, I'll get it. So <laughs> I uh, <laughs> fucking hopped up. I put my shoes on. I grab a beer, put my headphones in. Now I'm out the house. But I'm not I'm not being an asshole and dodging the party because uh, I'm helping. I'm getting the tinfoil. Right. So... I go to like eight places. It's uh, 4th of July. What is it? Not 4th of July. Labor Day. Oh, yeah, Labor Day. So I go to CVS. Ah, we're out of tinfoil. Everybody's grilling today. They got the tinfoil. All right, I go, to, I go to Rite Aid. Ah, we're out of tinfoil. I go to this bodega. I put my beer outside. By the way, New York, Manhattan was like bumping. You know, the, the Christopher Street gays are going crazy, and the, the trans people are going nuts, and the, the Puerto Ricans are shooting their pistolas. Like, it's a, it's a holiday. And I put my beer out on this little ledge before I go into the bodega, go in, get the tinfoil, took two minutes, my beer's gone. Ah. Some hobo grabbed my beer. It was like, hey, full beer. And he moved on. I, I kind of respected it. Yeah, that's kind of nice, actually. You provided a service. You gave a guy a beer. Because you can get another beer, a couple bucks, whatever. Yeah. You know? That's nice. I, yeah, I, th- I went back in the bodega, bought a beer. But it was, just, it was like a cartoon, like beer... Tin foil, no beer. Wow, I I felt similarly today. Uh, I had a I bought the parking garage, but I was parked in the street, and I said I'll put it in the garage later. But I was like, no, I'll move now because there's a street cleaning coming up. I'll move the car and I'll give somebody this spot. 
I felt like I was doing service. I was like, take this spot. I got I got a fucking my own garage over here. Wow. And it felt pretty good. That's felt really good. good. That's I, it's that's a kind of a power move, but in a good way. You're like, I'm giving this guy my spot because I got one already. I had I, I mean I got parking adventures up the ass over here. The other day I, I talked about it on the Queef. I mean, I, I looked for parking for one hour on the way back from that gig. I dropped Sam off. We had a great talk, great hang, great show. And uh, you're frozen in the funniest possible position here. Or maybe you're not frozen. Maybe you're being that, silly. Oh, okay. It was a that gag. was legit. Ah, good gag. Hey, hey. Love, love gag. a gag. Love sucking dicks. Love eating <laughs> ass of a male. Uh, <clears throat> so I drive back with Sam. Great show. He kills. Freed kills. We're in a ballpark, which is so exciting. Cool. And uh, just really neat. Got to see Beth from the tour manager, Beth. Ah, I love Beth. Ah, so lovable, so cool. My agent was there. His agent was there. Anyways, we, we, we get back. I drop him off. Great night. I look for parking for one full hour. It was Labor Day night. 60 minutes of driving past my house. These folks that live in the suburbs, you don't know what it's like in this shithole. Yeah. So I Brutal. finally found a spot. I had to move it at 8.30 a.m., which no. is gay. Then you had to move it again a couple days later. So ah. I went to move my car, and you always have that moment of like, just relax. It's not going to be as bad as last time, but it's traumatic trying to move the car because when you're just circling for spots, I move the car. First turn I take onto 36th Avenue, I see a car backing into a spot, parallel parking, and you go, fuck, I could have had that spot. But I had this mental thing where I'm like, don't worry. There's nothing I could have done. I got in the car. I Because you start doing that thing. If I had left earlier, if I had ordered yeah. my food earlier, if I had eaten my mother out on, on Valentine's Day, I would have been able to get that spot. Oh, yeah. But as the guy's backing up, I'm just driving forward slowly. I'm not cutting him off. He stops and quits. Like I think he thought, I'm too big to park here. My car's too big. He just quits and drives off. I swooped right in. It was like magical. Wow. I don't know what happened if he had a change of heart or a change of fart or his confidence got thrown or if he thought I was a bully or what, but he was backing up and then just went, ah, fuck it, and then just kept going, and I took that spot. It was beautiful. Oh, that's that's never going to happen again. you got to cherish that, but it was an 8.30 a.m. spot, so you, you almost can't even enjoy it. Yeah, it's a, little, it's a little crazy, but you know what's nice is then you find parking... You move the car. You don't want to move the car. But then once you do, you're like, it's 8.30 a.m. I already got shoes on. I'm out, I'm out and about. So That's true. that was nice. And I've been meeting up with Veter and his big fat baby, and we're having a hell of a time out here. All right. There you go. The, the two men and a baby. Yeah, I'm Uncle Joe over here. We're doing all kinds of bits, and we we got both of our heads are squeezed into the little stroller. It's It's pretty classic. Oh, that's great. Cut it out. It's a nice two-man operation, and the, and the kid's the size of my fucking, my Uncle Dale. I mean, it's huge. His <laughs> forearms are like my calves. I wonder if passerbys think you guys are a couple of uh, gays with your adopted weirdo. I never thought of that. I'll take it. I like being gay. Yeah. Everybody loves uh, two gay dads. I mean, that's, uh, that's a sitcom. <laughs> my father's gay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah it's been pretty fun. nice, so... Uh, I, I got a I got a garage spot and the guy's really cool. His name's Q and and he's he's like he's cool, you know. He's like, yeah, you come in, you drop off the car, you text them when you want the car. You you say you text car, and then when I get over there, my car's waiting. That's amazing. Wait, so let me get this straight because I, I I got a lot of garage questions. You have a garage spot, 
all the time for a month. For six months. I paid for six months up front. I said, there you go. Get me six months, and I'll see you later. But it has to be that garage, or you can use all of them. No, it's that garage. So I went to one garage down the street from my house, and that guy's like, we got spaces available. We're running a special for like short money. And I was like, great. And then I went over there, and they close at 10 p.m., which defeats the purpose of the garage. The whole point of having the garage is driving home late, yada, yada. And I even went downstairs and talked to the guy, and the garage is the size of your apartment, legitimately. And it's all the hydraulics where they lift one car and put a car underneath that car. I don't like it. And I don't like that shit. I don't want people fucking around. It just seemed too weird. And they close at 10 p.m., so we said, thank you, no thanks. Yeah. Found this other one. This one closes at midnight, which is still not ideal, but it's midnight because of COVID, and when COVID, you know, dies or whatever, it'll go back to 24 hours. I hope they give you a, a cheaper rate if they close at midnight. I'm not sure. It wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. Um, right. So, yeah, so I, the key lives at the garage. I text them. They wow. go get it. It's waiting. And then when I drop it off, I just give them the key and say, hi-ho, neighbor. But is it? it's by your house, I assume. Yeah, it's right by the uh, train station. So it's like a couple blocks away. Wow. All right. That's, that is peace of ass. Peace of mind right there. And, and then you go to the stand. You just park at the stand. Then you go back home. You park in the garage. Exactly. And it takes away all those worries. And as you know... This city has changed, so I like being in my car. I mean, the subway at late at night, it's like fucking the Warriors over here. It's a jerk fest is what it is. It's its the jerk store. You know, it's just people yanking it all day on the on the B and the D. But uh, are you having car regrets? No, no regrets. I love the car. I, it still has the new car smell somehow because I haven't eaten fast food in there or eaten anybody out or smoked any cigarettes. So it's still got the new smell. And um, the other day, you know, I was stressed and dealing with fucking showbiz and family and all this shit. And I went, this is kind of funny. It was the night I went to the stand. I get into the car and I got Sirius XM radio. I got fucking Springsteen from like 1974 or something. And I got it cranking and I'm like, nothing matters. I'm in my car, the whole thing. And I get up on the ramp, Queensboro Plaza. And I mean, I'm rocking. It's blasting. And I'm going to the stand. I just texted Ari. I got a spot. I'm talking to him. I go around the big loop on the bridge, take that corner, and it is gridlocked. Ah, I hate the grid. Bright red lights. I mean, insane. Just stop traffic gridlock. But I'm, I'm I, you know me. I'm, I'm meditating. I read all the Zen, the horseshit, the bullshit, the stoicism, and I'm like, I cannot do anything about this. I put it into Google Maps. It says 28 minutes to the stand from the bridge. Normally that would be about 12 minutes. Yeah. But my spot's at nine. I look. It's 8:03. I left early, and I'm like, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it with plenty of time. Still got the music, and then I just sat in the bridge. We moved like little inchworm fucking douchebags. And then once I got to Second Avenue, wide open, sprinted right down Second Avenue. I fucked my dad in the ass, my mother in the mouth, and had a great set. Hey, that's a great action-packed night. I got to tell you, I took the, the, the flight here from Newark. Newark was packed. I think people are abuzz again. It, it sucked. I got to Newark. I was like, all right, I'm sure I'll be the only guy here. Whiz right through the security line packed had to wait in line they got the dogs going up and down where you where that dog you're like i I don't have any drugs on me but 
I've had a lot of drugs in this bag. My asshole smells like Coke. My dick smells like Molly. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm fucked. I hate that dog. I, I don't trust it. I don't like dogs in general, let alone a fine trouble dog. Yes, exactly. I mean, I, I've, I've had shit in my asshole before. I, I don't shower. I mean, I got, my mouth smells like pussy. Something's going something's gonna to give. But I did the thing with the dog where they go, all right, you got to walk by the dog with two people, like you and some old man walks by, and the dog goes up the middle. And the old guy kept fucking it up. He, he would see the dog and be like, oh, oh, oh. He's like 900 years old. <laughs> And so they're like, do it again, do it again. And now, because he's my dance partner, I got to do it with him. So the old guy what? is just like, oh, 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 <laughs> doing this shit. I'm like, cool it, pops. You got to blow this Rottweiler up the ass, and we're all gonna, we're going to be here all day. It was like it was like a commercial shoot, and he couldn't get the take right. What? And we did, <laughs> what the, we did the dog walk six times. What are you talking? What are you in Kabul? What airport is this that they have a dog for a security system? I never heard of dog security. Every now and then at Newark, I don't know why, but they have a dog walk up and down on a leash with some lesbian with a with a uh, with a bulletproof vest on, and she's giving this thing treats, and it just sniffs your your tits and your bag and your taint, and if and if it goes, woo, 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 you're going to jail. It's a I mean, horrible this sounds system. like fucking Islamabad or something. I mean, that's that's not an American airport. What happened to the thing where you walk through and you put your hands in the? Does that's it go, still there. Zhoo, zhoo. That's that's security. This is a, it, on the line. This is on the line to security. Oh wow! So you had the the juju spin laser thing. Still got the and a, a dog. Yeah, the dog is in the line, and the line was so long that dog could take a piss on your shoe. It could lick your ass. I mean, it's got time. It, it could it could you could teach it to sit. And then oh. you get up to the uh, to the register there, whatever you want to call it, and the guy goes, take your mask off. All right, that's you. Thank you. And then you go do the whole rigmarole with the computer out and the shoes off and the belt off and then the woo-woo. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, I don't like this one bit, but <clears throat> I'm glad you made it safely. But, yeah, I mean, they said uh, I think it was like 900,000 people traveled on the Friday before Labor Day, which is the most – in whatever, maybe it was 900 million. I don't know what the fucking number was, but it was some crazy number and whatever. And now restaurants are going to open in a few weeks here, which might mean seller and stand spots. We'll see. Let's oh, hope. Gotta, now, now, let me ask but, you this mask question, because this is where I become a cunt and everybody hates me, but I just want to know and I want to understand. Sure. Okay, so I know friends. We have friends who are COVID crazy. I got them in my family. They're just like... I'm not going in anywhere. I'm not leaving the house. I'm not touching a dick, anything. And then they're like, restaurants are opening on, on the 30th. We're, we're going to be able to eat inside. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but COVID doesn't know that it's it's legal now. Like, what's the difference in safety? Why, like, if I go eat at a restaurant in Houston and then everybody goes, what are you, crazy? You're eating inside? I'm like, well, that they allow it. I don't know. But when they allow it on the 30th, you're going to eat inside. But COVID is still there or not there. It doesn't know that there's a regulation. You see what I'm saying? Uh -oh. Of course. I mean, if, if your point is that these rules are topsy-turvy and kooky and wacky, you, well well said. I mean, okay, it's very strange. You can, you can sit in an airport, but you can't air, – an airplane in an airport, but you can't sit in a restaurant. I, I, it's a little bit confusing, I guess yeah. – the the restaurant thing is because they're like nightclubs and bars will not open because those have been more tied to outbreaks and shit. I think because 
People are close to each other. They're standing at a restaurant. You can sit people further away. Um, I, I don't. I don't know exactly. I guess the restaurants. You, it's going to be twenty five percent capacity, so they'll put those people over there. But I agree with your point that um, there's a couple weeks difference from one to the other. Right. It's interesting. But New York, to me, and we've talked about this before, we've now been testing at below 1% or 1% for over a month. Below. So the thing is, in New York, you're like, and I've felt this, I've talked about this before, is people have this idea if you just get people together, COVID will be created. Yes, yes. Somebody in the group has to have COVID. Right. So most people in New York don't, but of course travel is open so someone could get it in, you know, South Carolina, come here. It's obviously tricky. It's, I, I get it. It's very strange and no one knows what to think or what to feel, but yes, you're not crazy. There's a lot of things that you're like, why this, but not that, and why yes. that, but not this. Right. So it's, it's, it's tricky, but uh, I want to keep being as safe as possible but i was at the stand the other day and i was talking to cypher sounds and will sylvance and cypher's just like ah, i'm i don't care i don't have covid he just took his mask off and i was like yeah me either and the three of us kind of just chatted for a minute i mean the, the windows the doors are kind of open and it was three minutes and we were a few feet apart but i i don't know i get it i get that feeling of like i don't know you kind of poke down and go yeah this is crazy right and I don't know. It's extended time indoors, I guess, and who knows what the fuck. But I, I play the game, you know. I, I wear the mask and yeah. inside. I don't wear it outside so much unless I'm passing somebody and blah, 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 boobily boo. Sure. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I just, you know, you got common sense pops in every now and then where you go, but we're doing this, and this is okay, but that's not okay, but they're actually the same thing, but because that's the rule. So, yeah, I just I play the game. I try to go by the rules, but... Yeah, a lot of it is, uh, as you say, topsy-turf. But, hey, we're just trying to get by. We're trying to keep everybody safe, and we're trying to go gay. So I get it. Strange days, indeed. And uh, I got I to gotta plug some shows, which I haven't done in a long time. Please. Uh, uh, I haven't heard you plug a show since 88. Well, this Wednesday, tomorrow, tomorrow, I am in Royersford, PA, uh, it's Joe List and Friends. Should be fun. Good ticket sales. So get them in if they haven't sold out already. And um, I'm doing Worcester, Massachusetts next Saturday night, September 26th. Two shows, seven and nine, outdoors, cool setup, safe, the whole thing. September 26th, Worcester, Mass. And then the weekend after that, I'm doing Southern Southington. I don't know how you say that. Southington, Connecticut. On Friday, Bloomington, Connecticut, that Saturday. I believe I'm co-headlining Fairfield, Connecticut with you. You got that on, right. On October 11th. Those will sell out. That's going to be two shows. It's part of a festival. Get tickets early. Is that the, um, what's the name of that thing called? Uh, it's Emilio. Is that New York Comedy Club or something? The something. Fairfield... What? We'll have to put the link up. It's Fairfield Comedy Club, I think. New York yeah, County Club yeah. Fairfield. Yeah, I think that think that's it. But we'll we'll link it up. And then I'm doing uh, Portsmouth, Rhode Island, with for uh, our pal Doug Key on October 10th. That's the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Two shows. Wow, he's um, doing it. Yeah, Saturday, October 10th in Fairfield. I mean, uh, in in Portsmouth, Rhode Island, and then um, Connecticut. October 11th. So so come to these uh, shows. We'll fucking we'll have a nice time. September 26th, Worcester. 
I love it. All right, you're you're back on the board there, Fatty. Oh, I'm back, baby. All right, I'm I'm at the Stress Factory this weekend, so come on out to that. Uh, I'm all over the road as well, doing some gig in Long Island on the 15th. That's already sold out. I have no idea what that is. Some of this shit I just put in my calendar and just hope it it figures itself out. Uh, I'm in Jersey City on the 21st. Oh, man, I don't know anything about these gigs, so uh, start Googling, folks. Give it a Goog. Draft House after that. West Nyack, I'm doing Levity Live. They have a parking lot show. Um, nice. Going to Helium. I'm going to Comics in uh, Unkinville. What is that? Uh, not Comics. Mohegan it Sun. Comics? It's Mohegan. Yeah, Comics Mo- at Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. That's the one. I hear it's a hot one. I'm at Atlantic City with uh, Emilio, his people, the New York Comedy Club, Atlantic City room, Hilarities in Cleveland, Acme. These are all socially dissed, all COVID safe and purelled and queefed and circumcised. So, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a ball, as Joe said. And, uh, yeah, let's live it up. Come on out. Say hello. We'll, we'll have a gay old time. Yes, new material. And it ain't great. <laughs> um... Well, all right, folks. That was fun. I mean, that was a great episode. I laughed my ass off. I, I'm talking like we stopped recording. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait, what happened? Sorry. Like, all right. Well, signing off. But we don't hit stop because we got to do the other thing. All right. Blow your dead. Praise Allah. Thank you. George is saying cut it. <laughs>